curious, competitive, compassionate. Salespeople are drawn to their careers in much the same way musicians are drawn to music. Once you've learned the language of sales, the beauty is in your ability to personally interpret what you've learned to suit your personality, your interest, and your skill. My name is Roger Burnett, and this is the So You're In Sales podcast, where we consider ways to grow as people as we advance in our careers and learn firsthand from those ahead of us on the path to accelerate our journey. I'm lucky to get to talk every two weeks with entrepreneurs, business owners, thought leaders, authors, and people of all walks of life, each with a unique story to share and a look at their lessons along the way. Prepare to be educated, informed, entertained, and inspired. This is the So You're In Sales Podcast. The So You're In Sales Podcast is sponsored by Social Good Promotions. Social Good Promotions was founded on the premise that any business can stand out from their competition when they are doing things they really believe in. True success these days is measured by the ways your employees feel about working for you and the ways your business is making the community a better place. Ultimately, it's about the ways you and your business will be remembered. If you're looking to grow your sales revenue while activating social good at the same time, we'll be your favorite marketing partner ever. Book a meeting with us at socialgoodpromotions.com, follow us on Instagram at sogoodpromo, and let's get connected. We've done great work using our unique and effective strategy. Let us show you how. Now, on with the show. Hey, it's Roger. In this episode of the podcast, I had the good fortune to interview Sasa Akerval, who's CEO of Akerval Technologies in Saline, Michigan. It's a manufacturer of mouth guards for athletic and dental applications. Needless to say, when the uh, shelter-in-place order was passed down in March, that ended all athletic pursuits, which means no mouth guards were necessary. It's a really, really interesting story of the way that Sasa and her team were able to pivot within a week's time to the manufacturer of PPE, and the resulting success that they've been able to find as a result has been stunning. It's a classic example of an entrepreneur being able to recognize an opportunity and be nimble enough to reconfigure their business in a way to take advantage of it. Sasa was really, really great in this interview, shared a lot of insights with us about what happened and why. I think it was really interesting and something that we could all learn from. Give it a listen. We're having a moment. The world is going crazy. Everyone's not sure about what's happening in life at that moment. And... For many of us, it was like, oh, okay, well, now do I even know if there's anyone to buy the things that I could even possibly make? What else might we might make? What was that like for you? Well, uh, it all started with the sports, all the sports closing down. And we do mouth guards for sports and dentistry and for hospital use, but 80% of our, of our business is for sports. So, you know, when... The sports were closed, so almost was our business. 80% of our business went down the drain. And um, it was very scary. We uh, we had to let people go. Uh, most of them we could keep on work share, which was great. Where, you know, we pay 55 and they're on unemployment for 45%. But um it was a lot of it was a lot of hard times for me personally because you know, as a business owner, you are always, at least I am, 
um, an entrepreneur, I should say, you were always, um, you're thinking of your employees a lot and, sure. and, and what you, I mean, I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> My husband has a day job. I'll be fine. But um, I was worried about them, you know, not, not being able to pay salaries so um, when my th- this the idea of in pivoting our business to making face shields, not face masks, but face shields instead, actually came from my COO who just sent me it was really great text this early morning and said, you know, it's time to make lemonade out of those damn lemons. Let's make <laughs> face shields. Um, and I was like clueless. What? Right. Why are you texting me at 5 a.m.? Um, Anyhow, uh, it turned out that we are in the business of protecting this area, right? Sure. So for us, we could align our distribution channels pretty much where we already were. Okay. But more importantly, our vendors were also in need and they needed to pivot. So for instance, um, the, the company that does the clamshells that our mouth guards come in for for sports, they're like a like a little plastic bubble, if you will. Um, they were oh so happy that we wanted to make face shields because they could turn around and help us out with that. So I mean, it all came together, and it all came together within two weeks. I mean, I think ten days even. Wow. So yeah, and 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 you know, looking back, I, I don't really know how it happened, but we brought everybody back except for a couple of people, but we brought every, almost everybody back. And since then, we've had so many orders that we've had to hire over 100 people. Wow. I know. Crazy. Wow. That's, the, that's the classic in, in chaos comes opportunity. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to ride on the need for PPE, but the fact of the matter is I'm giving over a hundred people jobs in Michigan. And that's got to be more important than anything right now. So that, that is, I'll, I'll curb my enthusiasm to say it to you this way. As a person who just went to a restaurant yesterday for the first time, given the opportunity, what I recognize is if it weren't for someone like you and your COO, to have the presence of mind to say, I think there's something we could do here. Maybe we're not able to do that yesterday. So for me, it's yes, the jobs are important. I'm so like excited for you that you're getting to scale a business. Thank you. Because we all know how much fun, we all go into this hoping that it will grow someday into something that potentially could see us having the opportunity to hire a hundred people. So when you're riding that wave, it's, it's amazing. Right. But think about what that, that in addition to the fact that you're making it so that restaurants can be open so that we can start to assume real life again. You know, that's, a lot of people are coming around and realizing that realizing that a face shield actually is so much easier to, I mean, it's not obstructive to breathing and you can read the people's faces. You can read lips if you want. And it's, I mean, if I had to choose, I'll probably wear one. Sure. You know, right now I'm just wearing a face mask because they're in my purse, you right. know, but, right. <laughs> but going forward and I've, we've had lots of requests from salons and barbers and, Oh, dentists, dentists are like all over this. And 
but what's fun about this, the, 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 if, yeah, I think it's fun. We have come up with new products that we're going to incorporate in our line of PPE. So it's going to be something that's here to stay, hopefully, hopefully. But on the other hand, I don't want to look ahead of where we are. I kind of try to live right now, even though as a business owner, you have to plan ahead. Sure. Hoping that we can, I don't anticipate us being that many when schools and colleges starts and all that, but we'll have another type of organization. Then we have, you know, we, I have the best production manager ever and he is working the flow. So it'll work. It'll work. I, I'm positive that we're going to be more than we were before COVID hit. That is so neat, right? Because uh, in the, I was giving a presentation during the early stages of shelter in place. It's the result of some, experience that I've had in my career where I was a sales leader in a time of bankruptcy, which is a very challenging thing to try to accomplish, but we were reasonably successful in our ability to do it. And I largely attributed that to how we approached what the challenge was, because it was a very significant challenge. And you can't, you can't say it's the same as a pandemic, but at the same time, when you're in crisis, one of the first things that you need to be able to do is to think clearly and to be able to work on your crisis communication, right? And so in that process of those presentations that I was giving, we were framing in how one might attack the crisis when for many business owners, this was the first real crisis of any sort they've ever been in. You know, we've, we've had a 10-year run of unprecedented economies. So for a lot of people, that's the, you know, they built their businesses during the, these 10 years. So not knowing exactly what to do in those moments gave us the opportunity to try to explain to folks where, where might you be able to be strategic and leverage things like making an investment, expand your capability, add a piece of technology to your business in this moment if you can. Because even though there's a lot of uncertainty, money is cheap. There's all kinds of people that you could potentially hire as a labor force right now that there's never been so many candidates to get a job than the current labor force. So you can find really quality people if you want. And then, you know, from an alignment perspective, if you can show what your company is all about, right. all of those people who are trying to decide what they're going to do next in their lives now may gravitate to your business as a result of your ability to be able to do that. Yeah, you might be right. I just find it so interesting that, you know, we we don't seem to learn from history. We, I mean, this went down 10 years ago and here we are. And it's like, oops, really? Right. Nobody has a crisis communication or crisis plan. Not nobody I know, at least. Right. Uh, you know, and clearly laid out in their um, book of business or how, how you say it, the handbook or whatever. Yeah, and, and we're in uh, kind of the same boat. So we're getting ready to announce that we have our first two hires in the organization uh, with the help of um, Washtenaw Community College and the Small Business Development Council. They were very instrumental in helping us uh, work through this program that they've got put together where we can bring on employees through the program and have them participate with us. So we're, we're super excited. So we, we, in much the same way, have had a chance to use this time to really advance our business in a lot of ways right so I think that's part of the entrepreneurial thinking 
you just have to think outside of the box if you want to call yourself an entrepreneur. You just, you don't see, well, sometimes you do see borders, but you try not to, right? Like, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that now? Well, Sansa, because it's not, doesn't work that way. But, but you can always um, try to find those little, you know, ways of, of, of seeing it in a different way and trying to make sure that others can follow you, you know, others see your vision. Yep. And uh, I, I'd be hesitant, not, I want to make sure that I mentioned the way that you and I met was the result of a small business mixer. So it's nice to know that we have people within our framework that are willing to put us in positions to be able to meet one another and have these connections occur, which right. is fantastic. And I'm grateful for that opportunity. Other than that, as a business person, as an entrepreneur who, you know, we have so many challenges on our time. How do you, where do you find opportunities to find like-minded individuals? Like where, where do you seek that kind of peer group? Oh, um, so I am on the board of the leadership council of SBAM and there's a bunch of women there, not a bunch, but we're a group of women and we do have a weekly meeting. We've had that even, you know, since we, this whole thing came down and we do discuss issues and, you know, a lot of us have a lot of the same issues, especially there are two of us that have uh, similar businesses because we have, you know, retail, we have end consumer products and all that. So we are in constant contact on how do you handle this? And what do you think about this? And, you know, so, so I've had that outlet. Also, SBAM has been fantastic in just keeping us all updated. I don't know if you follow the 3P, yeah. 3P updates every day, but it's been, it's been a major help, I think, for, for a lot of businesses, not just ours. I heard it was said to me this morning that there is an abundance of information and a dearth of knowledge. Yeah. And it's amazing when you know that you have the comfort of people whose opinion you trust, that you can right. seek them out for help when you're faced with a challenge. To me, in many ways, is sort of the secret sauce, if you will. And I'm not saying you can't be successful without that, but boy, does it help. And it helps accelerate the timeline of what you can do from a success perspective, in my opinion. And again, you know, if you have an entrepreneurial way of thinking, you can take what you hear and, and apply it to you, to your business and your thinking. You know, I think just this constant stream of communication is so important Plus that I have a great management team. We talk every day at nine o'clock. We, you know, we, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the only one who has a say. We all try to come together and, and do things that make sense for the whole company, for all of us. So I'm, I'm very lucky in that regards. So let, let's play, let's play the future game. So let's, let's pretend it's January 1st, 2021. What, what might we be having looked back upon for you and the rest of this year in, in your best guesstimate? I think we are on track and I think we're going to look back at it, all things considered 
pretty decent year. Um, and I, I think it's going to set us up for where we really want to go, which is where we started this year, but we had to put on hold, but we really wanted to, you know, um, plug our new products, get everything aligned and maybe expand our, um, our business areas, you know, um, something we can't do on our own. We need help. So we were looking for investments, you know, sure. and that's, sort of tank too. So um, that might be something we're looking at at the beginning of 2021 if we have a decent year. Yeah. So, but right now it looks pretty good. Well, and the beauty of that is you can use these six months to document and report on what the results will be almost in real time if you're going to seek that investment that soon after the books close. It's like, okay, by the time we're in the fourth quarter, probably have a pretty good idea of whether or not we're going to get to the finish line. So boy, let me get started on getting back in touch with those investors. Because <laughs> when you have a good story to tell, the way that you start to tease the story will get people's attention. It's like, hey, we're going to have a really good story to tell you in a little while. You should be ready to hear it, right? Right. And I think the whole history of our company is a really good story to tell because it just came out of nothing, really. And it just grew and grew and grew. And here we are, you know, and looking at 100 temps and 20 employees, so 120 people. And it's just mind boggling. The energy in the building must be something to behold, I'm sure. Right. I, you know, I, so the, the office staff is working from home still. Right. But I go in there a couple of times a week, and it's just so cool. It's <laughs> new faces every time, but, you know, it's, 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 it's really great to see how, how, you know, you have like a little, little tiny little seed and it just, you know, plants itself and and then all of a sudden you have an organization with products that people need. It's just like getting a hit record on the radio. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but yeah. <laughs> so it. uh oftentimes my listeners are small business people as well. Um many times they are solopreneurs even. So knowing that we too in the promotional marketing industry have suffered a very significant sales hit as a result of the fact that promotional marketing items are typically exchanged in a face-to-face -face meeting. So when there's no face-to-face -face meetings, significantly less opportunity for those things to be shared. So what, what would be your piece of advice that you'd want to leave for those listening that may be struggling with some of that of which I just described to you? Um, you can save a lot of money on your traveling budget by signing up on Zoom. All uh, right. <laughs> that is totally true. I am actually in awe of, of how well this has worked out. You know, I, we, we had a, for instance, we had a, a trip scheduled to Montreal to our partners with CCM Hockey mm -hmm. in late April. Of course, that had to be canceled. We had the same meeting over Zoom. It was not a problem, you know. Of it's, I think we're going to think about how we use the resources around us going forward. I don't think we necessarily need to be traveling that much. I mean, you know, 
SBAMs, just to go back to SBAM, their annual meeting is going to be, a, you know, a Zoom call this time. It used to be a two-day event. Right. It's our event now, but I, I am hopeful that something good is coming out of this in spite of what's going on. Silver linings. I've been hearing that a lot lately. Everyone's looking for the silver linings and mindset often, I believe, is where you need to begin in order to find those silver linings because many of them are in your own brain. And yes, I know for me, it's taught me a lot about how resilient I am. Mm-hmm. And resiliency and, and this uh, term of grit, having grit, mm-hmm. if, if, you, if you can sense that in yourself in this last little bit, Every one of you who are thinking that to yourself, you're going to be great. You're going to be fine because resilience and grit are two of the most important characteristics. And what bigger test of your resiliency and grit has there been than what's going on in the last three or four months? Right. So so I'm so proud of you and what you've been able to do and the way that this thing is growing. I'm in awe of it. I respect you so much for how you've been able to make that thing happen. And I look forward to getting the chance to come see the facility in person when that's feasible. We have a parting thought here. I want to make sure parting thoughts are always the best. But it came to me when you said uh, you talked about grit and and, um, not that I'm a fortune teller, but our sporting goods, sports mouth guard, it's called Sisu, which is a Finnish, Finnish word that I'm as a Swede, you probably hear my accent, um, in, this, in, in, in the Nordic countries, it's widely spread. Everybody uses, yeah, you get Sisu. Sisu means grit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Perseverance, endurance. That's great. Who knew? That's perfect. There you go. See, so we put a nice little ribbon on that package. And there you that, there you, I mean, my goodness, right? So <laughs> that's, and now I'm going to make you a t-shirt that says that Sisu means grit. <laughs> There you go. All right. Perfect. Awesome. All right. I would love to host you. Thank you so much, Roger. It was nice to meet you. Same. So there you have it. What an incredible story of being able to persevere and work your way out of a problem. An 80% drop in sales is very similar to what many of us have experienced. I don't know that any of us really had the same opportunity to quickly and efficiently pivot to a brand new line of product in the way that they were able to. I know There's some of us here listening that had found their way into PPE sales as well. So I knew that it would be an interesting topic for those of us who are trying to figure out a way to survive through this new selling environment. So if you enjoyed that, please share it around, like it, give some comments. Let us know that we are continuing to bring you the kind of high quality content and guests that you've come to know and love. If you can do us a favor, please go to Apple Podcast and subscribe. The more positive reviews and subscriptions we have unlock all kinds of additional opportunities for us when we get to 50 reviews. So please spread the information around. Let everybody know about the So You're in Sales podcast and let's get ourselves over that 50 review hump so we can unlock the new level of content. Thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you again real soon.